Welcome to our season finale of Swipe Left, Swipe Left. This is another story from Archie, and we think it's the best one to end on. Take it away, Archie. So I was living in Edinburgh, and I was studying there. I was at uni at the time. I was in my final year, and I had just started dating this girl called Gail. Very nice girl, who was quite shy. And we'd been on like a few drinks and it had been like pretty nice, but like still very, very early days. And we'd been out on a quite a big night out. The first time we'd spent the night at each other's house and that was cool. And the next day just felt like absolutely just rotten. You know, you're just so hungover, you wake up really late and it's November time, so it got dark quite early. It was pretty cold and classic Edinburgh, super windy and miserable. But I always have this approach to a hangover that literally you just have to power for it. That's the best way to deal with it. She wasn't on the same page so much. It was like, I kind of just want to chill and eat your food and watch TV or whatever. And I was like, no, 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 let's go, let's go do something fun, let's go out in the sun. And she was just like, oh, I mean, do we have to? I was like, yes, we have to, we should go out. So I suggested that we go for a walk up Arthur's Seat, which is the big hill slash mountain in the middle of Edinburgh. I was definitely keen to impress. I was definitely like, I want to show this girl what I'm about sort of thing. And, you know, being quite an outdoorsy person, I thought, oh, I'll take her into my element. Because I'd stayed at hers, I didn't really have any of my warm clothing and it was quite a cold day. I just was still wearing what I'd gone out in the night before. So also feeling a bit gammy and whatever. We set off on the walk and she's actually like pretty bloody hungover and I'm I'm usually quite cheery and just can't stop chatting when I'm hungover but she's not really the same on the same page and she was very quiet looked a bit pale and already didn't look very well so I was like all right there's also quite a rough track I kind of like persuaded her to do it even though it'd been raining like the day before and it was quite muddy and she didn't have very good shoes on and neither did I but I was like it'll be fun and it would be like a team bonding exercise so we got up, we sat and watched the sunset. Me being a bit of a science nerd, I was like, oh, did you know that you can watch the sunset twice? If you get on my shoulders, I can show you what I mean. And she was like, no, I'd really rather not. I'm not feeling too good. And I was like, no, it's fine. Get on my back, I'll give you a piggyback, and then you'll be able to see the sun again, like, even though it's set. Which is like, when you think about it, it's super obvious. I don't know why I thought it would be... Like a clever chat up line or whatever. Anyway, she gets on my back and I'm like, eh, like bouncing about. I took one step, two step, and then the third step, bam! Like I really like landed on my bum. Oh! And I look at her and she's not really moving. She's kind of looking down at her boot and then she wouldn't say anything. I was like, oh, your shoes come loose, like your shoes come off. And I like go down to grab her 
shoe and I feel it and I realise it's like, oh shit, her shoe hasn't come off at all. Her leg is completely snapped, it's like completely broken. Like, all right, stay calm. Everything's fine. We're going to sort this out. Can you feel your leg? Is it okay? And she was whimpering at this point. Yeah, it really hurts. If you just wait here, I'll give you my jacket and I'm just going to go see if I can find someone. And there was quite a few people because it, granted, it was a beautiful sunset. So I run off and I do this kind of very, like, awkward British thing. Um, does, does anyone have any kind of medical experience here? Sorry to interrupt you. There are lots of people doing these kind of like romantic sunset views with their partners. And there was this one guy, David, and he said, uh, yeah, I'm a dentist. As if like it was his time to shine. In my head, I was like, well, 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 I'm sure he's got some kind of medical qualifications that'll do. And I was like, okay, cool. Listen, I'm just with this girl. And at this point, we definitely had not defined what kind of relationship we had. So I'm like, I'm with my friend and she's hurt herself. Could you possibly give me a hand? And I think the way that I said it, it just sounded really odd. He probably looked at me like, what have you done? And so he comes over with me and I was like, oh, I've brought help. <laughs> I've brought a dentist. And she's like, <laughs> great. He was like, yeah, I've never really sort of been in this situation before. I was like, well, fucking hell, no one has. Like, <laughs> She was like, I want to call my flatmate. And I was like, yeah, yeah, fine, we'll get him on the phone. It kind of like has an open heart to heart with her friend on the phone. Connor, I'm stuck, i hurt my leg and I'm with this guy. And I'm in a t-shirt, by the way, because I've given her my jacket, so I am freezing. I am absolutely freezing. And David's there, the de David the dentist, and David's kind of like, um, right, I think our best option is to lift her. And we lift her up. She's kind of like, no, 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 stop. Like, I just think it's time to call 999 and see if we can get some support. So I call up 999 and obviously I get taken to like a central calling center and they're like, 999, uh, what's your postcode or something? And I was like, uh, well, I don't know i'm on top of arthur's seat and they're like what's that and i was like uh it's the like the big recognizable mountain in edinburgh and they were like well we're in birmingham we don't know what you mean and i was like okay well uh I, it doesn't have a postcode i'm just in the big park like i'm at the top of the hill in the big park in edinburgh but they were quite insistent i got a postcode so i remember just like hanging up <laughs> and 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 Gay were like looking at me like, oh, did you get one? I was like, no, I need to give them a postcode. And she's just looking at me like, what kind of numpty are you? But eventually I found that there was like some cottage at the bottom of the seat. So I called back up and I was like, this is the postcode, blah, blah. And they were like, okay, fine, we'll call Mountain Rescue. And I was like, well, couldn't we have done this before? If you knew, I told you I was top of a mountain. Holy shit, I've seen this before. I've seen this when I was a student, like helicopters flying over Arthur Seat. And I usually think like, oh, what kind of numpties had an accident in Arthur Seat? And I was like, oh no, this is me. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be at the Edinburgh Evening Standard or something. <laughs> I'm not going to make this about me. Obviously, I was trying to like look after this girl, Gail, who was having a terrible time. I just remember seeing something on TV. I was like, well, when someone's had an accident, you've really got to just keep them engaged and focused on something. 
And I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's just use this as an opportunity to get to know each other. Mostly try and keep her talking and like talking to me. So I just remember just asking her loads of things like, oh, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? Oh, tell me about your first kiss. So Gail, like, um, you know, do you have dogs? <laughs> <laughs> In a way, it could have been like really romantic if it was another situation, just because of the intensity of it, but it definitely wasn't, it definitely wasn't. We're just waiting there for about 40 minutes. There's no sign of a helicopter. I'm like, what, what is going on? And then I just like see this lights coming up the hill. I don't know, what is this? And I swear to God, it was basically like a moon buggy with what at the time just looked like these astronauts coming up the hill. <laughs> and they just like put her in this mega duty sleeping bag and then just like stuff her full of laughing gas. And then she just starts like giggling uncontrollably. And so we go down and uh, it's like really muddy and we're sort of like going down and we get down to the track and there were like two ambulances. It was quite a big operation. She's like completely delirious and can't really answer any questions that they need to do for like their form filling. But the first question was, oh, and what, how do you know this girl? And at this point I'm like, uh, she's a friend? Well, whatever it is, it's probably over now. Eventually got taken to the hospital. She actually had to get an operation on her fibula to get it fixed. But yeah, and then we ended up dating for like nine months after that. And I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know how she forgave me for that. But uh, yeah, that's the story about how I broke a girl's leg on pretty much one of the first dates. And then she still has a scar, like, on her thing. So I remember saying to her, like, well, you never, you know, even if you break up, you're never going to forget me, are you? <laughs> to me, the best chat-up line of the entire series, do you have any dogs? <laughs> I just, I love it. I love it. This story is incredibly unique. I, I've never broken a girl's leg before and ended up dating her. Thank you, Archie, for telling it. I love the way that throughout this crisis, while this poor girl is shivering with a broken leg, with her fibula sticking out her skin, Archie's main concern is whether he's going to look like a numpty in the Edinburgh Standard. <laughs> Not that it's about him. Yeah. I can imagine that David, the dentist, tells this story at every dinner party and he's like the hero of the situation, which he kind of was, so like, big up to David. It's the end of season one and we've had such an amazing time bringing you all of these stories. We've been doing this on our weekends and evenings, it's been exhausting but so much fun and so worth it and... All the comments and feedback and interaction we've had from you guys has just made it so worth it, so thank you. Thanks to George Taylor, 
Connor Courtney, Archie Crofton, and everyone else who's contributed and helped. Thank you to everyone that posted a story on our website. We are sourcing stories currently for season two, so we might well be in touch shortly. If you have got a story of your own that you haven't got around to posting, please do that. To get a season two off the ground, we would like to get some funding together. So one of the ways that you can support us to do that is to get onto our Patreon account and whatever you can do to help us out for season two, we'll, we'll make it happen. Bye. Bye. You know what? I reckon if David was ever listening to this, I hope you are listening to this, David, you would, you would know who you were and you'd recognise yourself in this, I'm sure. So yeah, I reckon he told all his mates. He's like, yeah, I met some dickhead who'd broken this girl's leg on off the seat. <laughs> I'm so glad it wasn't in the news, though. Oh, dear. <laughs>